Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's me, WWE Hall of Famer from the LOD, Road Warrior Animal. And who do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do this when? Now? I'm watching a match. What is now? Now is, oh, now. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, this is the Pharaoh. From Monty and the Pharaoh, I just want to say thank you to our subscribers as we now have hit the 10,000 plateau. Thank you to all our subscribers out there. But I'm going to ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged YouTube Monty and the Pharaoh member. Yes, that's right, folks. You can check it out. We've got three different levels. Uh, there's free shirts. There's free autographs. There's all sorts of perks for our members. There is nothing more we enjoy than giving you this program. And to do that, we need your support and we appreciate your support. This is Jimmy Farrow, and don't forget to check out Monty and the Farrow every Thursday from Indie Music TV and on Cablevision here locally in New York. Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Farrow. Later. Is that good enough for you? Can I finish this? Lesnar's killing him. I'm pissed. Monty Nefaro seen only here out of Indie Music TV in Ronkonkoma, Long Island. Yeah. At the board, Matty Ice. How are you, bud? Doing great as always. By the way, great job hosting that uh, talk show with uh, our special guest, Brett Azar, star of The Young Rock. You did a good job with that buzz buzzer, buddy. You were you were on top of that. What? <laughs> you were brutal with that buzzer. You And by the way... We're, we get penalized. What do you mean? He didn't win no Olympic medal in 1972. That was something he won nationally in 1971. Oh, you know what? Look I, who gets a penalty now. Uh, we do. We should get a penalty. Win, win. Yeah, it's well, So, uh, Shiki, baby, thank you for the appearance, and we apologize. And if you didn't know hey. it, to the right of me is the star of the show, Mr. Jimmy Farrow. Jimmy, how are you, pal? Good evening. Back again. Back again? Yeah. So, fill me in. What's going on, man? Before we hit this show, what are you thinking? Oh, what am I thinking? Uh, I'm thinking that I just finished uh, the Backlund book. 
Oh, well, we got to talk about that. Oh, my God. What a great book. I told I, you. I told you. Oh it's really God. good. No wonder you spent that whole summer, a couple of summers back to uh, Dude, reading this Dude, I got to tell you that like, you, you talk like revisiting it with me. Oh I'm like, God. I got to read this thing like yeah. ASA. I was actually sad that it was over when it was over. What a book. Fantastic. Other than that, uh, you know, we finished up uh, Farrell's uh, Corner. Yes, and if uh, Farrow's Corner it can be seen on the Monty and the Farrow YouTube page, so by all means, uh, just go to the front of the page or go to the Farrow's Corner playlist. I think this is episode four. Correct me if You're I'm wrong. And uh, you can watch. Uh, you could actually power watch the first four episodes of Farrow's Corner, which is. Always entertaining as like you a, get a different look of the pharaoh. Like on a treadmill at the gym? Absolutely. Oh God. If you want to laugh, you definitely should be uh, tuning in and looking <laughs> at that for sure. Uh, supposed to be on the show today is Mr. Big, uh, independent wrestling manager. Unfortunately, he got stuck in Staten Island, so he will not be with us. Okay. But that's okay. Yeah. We're just on our regular show beat anyway. And, uh, and you know, away we go. Away we go. What so. AEW last night, my friend, Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, they are the talk of the wrestling world this morning after their supposedly incredible encounter last night. Thoughts? Hmm. Well, I, I didn't see it live. Uh, you showed me a few highlights, and I got the general just watching it, you know, before the show. Sure. Uh... How how in, how enthusiastic is the internet response? Before I fully answer this, what how are they treating it? Is it like you know? Did we just one see- of one of the one of the one really great great match? In fact, I've heard some of the internet analysts or pro wrestling analysts out oh, there. And by go. by the way, can we just? I don't want to get too deep into this, but okay. again. I want to explain to people something, right? We're old school wrestling fans. We love this sport. It's True. enjoyable. True. But guys, you know, you have a wrestling talk show, whatever. Don't get so serious that you you made predictions of wrestling matches and you got them right. I mean, this is, you know, if you're not making money betting on something, mm. it's really not that impressive mm. that you've got a scripted show correctly mm. Done. You know what I'm saying? Hmm, it's like, stop, stop. It's fun to do predictions. Yeah. But to sit there and go, I, I told- predict Radar is going to hear choppers. Like MASH. That's pretty good. You know, That's it's a TV good. show. It's scripted. Thank you. Thank you. So what are you predicting? You know, I it- predict that Oscar Madison is going to be messy. Thank you. Very, wow. Very good. I, I'm impressed. Really? There's very people- good. Wait a minute. There's people taking bows for this kind of stuff? Is there really? The whole, anyone that does a podcast, and by the way, everybody, where I broadcast, Russell Campbell, good to see you again, my friend. Always good to see you. Uh, You know, I haven't checked your shirt. Did that arrive? I looked at tracking, and uh, a couple days ago, it didn't arrive. It messaged me on on the old tuber. But anyway, my whole point, before we get into Brit uh, and uh, Thunder Rosa, it's just like, stop. Stop acting like you're doing something impressive by figuring out who won the... Like, I told you that this was going to be a triple threat three months ago. You know already how I feel about making predictions anyway. Sure. I'm in this to watch and enjoy. I'm not in this to come across as Mr. Smarty Pants. I'm sorry. Oi, dear Lord. Well, anyway... Back. Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa. Yeah, as far as the match goes, there was a couple of awesome high spots. Like sure. The, the thumbtack thing was freaking great, and the table thing was freaking great, and uh, the blood was freaking fake. How about them apples? What's, what do you say to that? Well, I will tell you that, that like, uh, uh, when, you que- Gene when you questioned blood. me on it we before the show, we reviewed the match, and yeah. you're damn right. I thought it was fake. Fake blood. Oh, yeah. Fake blood. They really think they were blading themselves? I thought they were, but, but fake prop- blood. If you properly blade yourself, there's, and you know, usually if you really make a mistake, there's usually puddles and stuff. We grew up to Abdullah the Butcher matches and Sergeant Slaughter versus Pat Patterson. Right. That was bleeding. Yes. That was bleeding. So, not so the ruin for the fans out there who what? think this was so amazing. Is the, I'm not the blood. It. That's their opinion. No, but, the, no, but the blood is yeah. fake. Yeah, I didn't. I you didn't know, buy at it. first I'm like, I wow, these women, it. you know, I these women are drawing color. This is unreal. Re- you know, the back of the album cover of Kiss Alive 2, the yes. classic, yes. Know, Gene with the blood coming. That's what right. it looked like to me. And not even as much as Gene. Those are those are uh, 
capsules. They're capsules. So does that take away from the match, in your opinion? Let's no, not forget they used the thumbtacks. It they actually the thumbtacks. doesn't, and I think it's cool that they bled on cable TV. That's cool. Right. That's cool. You know, it's a good match, but I'm not about to call it Sasha Banks versus Bailey in, in Brooklyn NXT TakeOver. Well, it's funny that you... It's funny you... I know it's a different kind of match, so don't get smart with me. Anyway, go on. It's funny that you brought that up, because <laughs> my whole point is... Covering all ground. Unfortunately, look, we're not trying to shit all over Britt Baker Hell and Thunder no. Rosa. Britt Baker's awesome. But again, when you ca- compare them to the... WWE roster of women. Okay. It's not even close, man. The, the match itself is okay. That was a good match. They did look, they threw themselves through some tables, they yeah, threw themselves good. through some chairs. Good. They drew fake color, which is disappointing. If they really drew real blood, it makes them it makes it more impressive. Okay. Uh, okay. Some of the high spots through the chairs, through the Don't tables, look, through was, the thumbtacks, it was fine. It was fine, but, but again, to... you said it. it was no Sasha Bailey match at NXT. No, that was a clinic. Yeah, it's that not was, even close. That was an absolute clinic. So again, we're not shitting all over AEW or Britt Baker or Thunder Rosa. Hell no. Um, no it's just our opinion on it. I mean, you know, I th- again, I think it was a decent match, but anyone who's declaring it some sort of, you know, breakthrough, I've seen, I've seen women bleed before, and much more convincingly in some cases. Well, I heard, I heard some. Even anal- if they were by accident, Nia Jax, Becky. <laughs> well, yeah, well, <laughs> whatever. But that was you know, real blood. That was great. Well. I heard, I, heard, I heard an analyst Sorry. saying that if AEW doesn't draw a million people just watching, you know, where they break it down by segments, okay. it's a total failure. Which, what? meaning that, like, AEW's I... not hitting the million mark, right? People are shocked that people, you know, They're it's getting not... close, though, right? I mean, aren't they getting close at yeah, least recently? I guess. They've been in the nines. Look, I think they're doing fine for what they are. Thank you. Not what people think they are or what they think they're going to be, you know? Let's see what happens with all of that. So far, they've done fine. I don't really consider them like any different than. Wow, I mean, are they have they are they really going to even have the impact that ECW had back in those days on the on this business historically? With all is said and done, I would say if you I'm went so back, sure if you that. went back and looked at TNA right. compared to AEW, okay, TNA was a better product. TNA had a really great time period. They yeah. Knew. They really did. They had some. They were drawing two they and three million viewers. Yeah. They had a young AJ Styles. They had Kurt Angle in his prime. But, but remember. Had Sting, who but, still had many years left. But remember that people yeah, didn't so respect TNA. Right. Even back then. Right. So well, that's so weird how people are so quick to embrace AEW, but you're right. TNA was always like the reluctant stepchild in some ways. Sure. That's so strange. All right, go on. What else do we got? All right, well, I still give a thumbs up to the ladies. It was a good job. But some of the Thunder Rose are very impressive. Britt She's Baker, awesome. Britt I Baker's like personality is incredible. Baker. I think we covered a couple of shows ago how we thought that maybe she was the Roddy Piper of I am the tell- women's I'm division. I'm telling you, Vince McMahon is definitely thinking about her. I really believe that. I'm sure he's looking at her going, when is she going to be free? <laughs> when can I sign her? I think she's fantastic. Well, she's with Adam Cole, right? Oh, man, what a fit. Let them come out to the ring together. Now Adam's not so small. That's so true. So she's got Brett next to him. That's a good point. You know, Maurice and Miz. Oh, now the Miz is great. Right, Mike? Right? <laughs> there you go. There Eric you go. Bischoff. Yes. Next yes. inductee to the Hall of Fame, my friend. Thoughts? I love it, personally. I love it. And if anyone thinks he doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame, wow, how historically ignorant of the uh, Eric Bischoff, man. He, of course he deserves it. He was, he was uh, obviously... Huge behind the scenes. He was, quite honestly, great in front of the camera. Eric Bischoff was fantastic. Loved him as a heel. Mm-hmm. What an arrogant prick. Yep. You know, came across as smooth as could be when they were all too sweet. Right. You know, I mean, come on. Amazing. Great job. And I hated his guts with the Ric Flair thing when Rick and him. I wanted Rick to kill him. And then he wins! Bischoff wins at Starcade, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, my God! You know, some of that stuff was fantastic. But, you know, take it out of storyline stuff. Just talk about what his influence on the business was. Huge. Huge. He's the one... uh, Come on. You know how we feel about Vince McMahon. And all you folks who hate Vince McMahon, you can hit the mute button. We'll be back in a half a minute or so. (laughs) But but you remember... Very good. You know know how we feel about Vince McMahon. Who was the only one who really, truly gave Vince a slug out? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Who gave Vince the challenge? Who's, who was that, that other boxer that really took on that unstoppable champion? 
Eric Bischoff did that. My God, for a while there, our company, our favorite company we grew up with, was looking up at them. Absolutely. That was messed up. Absolutely. You know, to us homers, that was messed up. Boy, Absolutely. we obviously care about wrestling on a whole different level that we treat it that way. Right. WCW was the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. Vince McMahon was our New York Yankees. Madison Square Garden. How dare you, Bischoff? I think we said he that before, job, right? Though, and we loved yeah. his product. And we watched it. Absolutely. But we still rooted for Vince. It's just... Uh, Little interesting uh, bit of history with the two of us as far as the uh, the loyalties to Vince go, but Eric Bischoff, I always, always loved. I thought he was great. And how about the time he finally does show up and walks out on stage with Vince McMahon after Vince purchases WCW? You thought well, you ever see those days? Can I can that I take can I take it back though? Think about yeah. all these people that you know. When we interview the wrestlers, we always discuss about unions and everything like that. Yeah. If any wrestler who wanted a union or wanted protection. Eric Bischoff is the guy that changed wrestlers' lives, man. Mm. He's the one that started the down, mm. you know, the downside guarantee on right. contracts. Right. I mean, you know, when Hall and that, it's exactly when Hall right. and Nash. Right. He changed the wrestling industry to protect the wrestlers, whether it was by design or not. Right. I mean, right. this guy. Right. I, I, I think a lot of wrestlers owe them. Absolutely. A big and not thanks. to call out a guy like Ryback who says that they should all be paid the same amount because it's scripted and all this other crap. Hell right. no. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Hulk Hogan were the Major League Baseball equivalent free agents back in those days to guys like Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds. They were at the top of their game. They deserved to be paid top cash. And Eric Bischoff gave them guaranteed contracts, right? Mm -hmm. And top cash. Who want, would not want that who wouldn't want that no wonder they went over to vince was forced to change too you, you know, know you bring up a really good point what why do why do people are wrestling fans out there always worried about we could bring it back to kamala which we covered last year right the passing okay. of kamala sure and how he didn't get paid enough money by vince mm -hmm. he was a lower echelon wrestler Mm. Right? Yes, he was a main eventer. I know where you're going. But again, like you going. said, Hogan, Hall, right. Nash, right. these guys Look, demanded. Three, and on top of it, those three guys, their, their um, characters and their deal lasted way longer than Kamala. You know what I mean? Like, these guys were guys you would invest long-term contracts in, if you understand what I'm getting at. Sunati Spreading says out there, Eric paved the way. He did pave the He's way. He's one of them, man, for sure. And what we're speaking of, you're totally correct. Absolutely. I'm thrilled he's going in the Hall of Fame. He deserves it. He deserves it. He deserves it. I love Eric Bischoff. WrestleMania tickets went on sale. <laughs> First they were on sale, then they were off sale. Now they're officially on sale. They were talking about filling the stadium 45000 for well, each wait. night. Now it's 45000 It was, 25, but now it's back to about twenty-five. Now it's back to 25000 So the reason behind okay. this, Farrow, is secondary tickets, right? So from what I understand, they're putting plexiglass in between the seats that are sold, <laughs> which makes sense. No. It makes sense to me. All right. You want to do that, right? <laughs> but the I'm, issue is, think about I'm it. dying here. If you buy one ticket, or if you go to a scalper and buy one ticket, you can't buy one ticket because someone doesn't want you in their plexiglass booth <laughs> with them, right? They don't know if you're carrying COVID. Now, wait a COVID. minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just scientifically. This plexiglass, is it... What, does it contain, like, if somebody farts next to you? Are you trapped in the plexiglass? Well, the idea... Gotta, I mean, like, uh, it's, it's going to go right up because it's an open stadium, right? right? fart, All right, yeah. that's good. Got that's it. Good. That's good. Got that's it. good. What if someone barfs in your plexiglass section? But it's you with people you know barfing in your oh, plexiglass Oh, so it's your section. barf. I feel right. so much better. Well, why didn't you... You would feel slow better. Slow down when you were drinking. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I can't. If, I really can't. If I, and I if, won't. If I sit anyway. there, right, and I cough on you, yeah. you're a little more comfortable than if Maddie came over here, our producer, and coughed on you. Well, because I've known you longer? Well, you're I, a strange guy. Well, that That's is a, true. Well, wait a minute. You know what else would be cool about? Well, like, like, let's say you're sitting next to Morocco. Right. And the plexiglass, and he does one of them booger things. And, and yeah. now well, you got to look at I, the booger I, on the plexiglass for the rest of WrestleMania. See, this is what you're misunderstanding. What? It's not plexiglass in front of you. It's not? It's on the side. On the side. So you're in your seats, and there's plexiglass, oh. and then you're looking. I thought looking. they were going to really go no. for broke. No, no. You know when you're a man, in a, well. man in a box? Yeah, that's what they should. I think that we should all be put in plexiglass boxes. 40,000, 25,000, 25,000 plexiglass boxes. Unreal. No? Unreal. With your own can. Unreal. 
I would like to thank the band what? that sings the theme song for Monty and the Farrell, own Jimmy Farrell, along oh. with his partner, Bart Griggs, who we consider one of the greatest songwriters of our time, are part of the band Wisteria Hall. Wisteria Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams, This Life, Not Far Behind, Here Comes the Rain, and you can find their music on Spotify, iTunes, and Reverb Nation. What do we uh, for... Mysterio Hall, what are we looking for in the future here? What do we uh, got going I'll on, tell brother? You what we're looking at. Uh, there have been five songs completed for album number two, and four of them are currently being mastered by the great Clifton David Broadbridge up in Canada, Camp Kramer. Nice. Yeah, I, they sound fantastic, and they're almost done. Dude, I love pal- talented people. What? If you didn't notice, this is the Monty and the Pharaoh show seen on the Monty and the Pharaoh YouTube page, Monty and the Pharaoh Facebook Live page. You can hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor. You can see us on Twitch TV, the Monty and the Pharaoh page. You can see us on New York Cable on Channel 115 every Tuesday from 7 p.m. to 7.30 in the reduced version. And on Saturday mornings at 6 a.m. to 6.30 also on Channel 115. In the sparkling abbreviated version. There you go. Go. And on Channel 20 on New York Cable, you can catch us Friday. That's just a few hours after this right. at 2 a.m. to 2.30. I think running this week is... Rob Rockland? No. It okay. is... Um, Who was before Bob Rockland? I can't remember. It's, Don't the Lee, remember. Uh, it's the Lee... Oh, uh, Lee Cole. The Lee Cole part that was two. A, those were two. That was a two-parter. They right. were. There you go. All right, we'll be right back after this commercial break with Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, sport and non-sport cards, wrestling items, autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, located at 1049 Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut. Call us at 1-860-479-9223 or 860-93-GAMES. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. <laughs> oh, what's up, Mike? Hey, Jimmy, what's going on? Yeah, not the much. You know, Jimmy, I love this country. Oh. I love to buy Made in America material. And I love to buy my artwork at TAG, T-A-A-G, Made in America, 14 East Broadway, Port Jefferson, New York, 11717, the shop at the corner. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Farrell, only seen here out of Indie Music TV from Long Island, New York. For fans that were tuning in for Mr. Big, unfortunately, Mr. Big had a little scheduling issue, could not yeah. make it, and uh, we're just doing our thing, so you know, we're all ready to go. WWE, yeah, for they're doing a combo for Fastlane. Is Fastlane this Sunday? I think so. It is. So they're doing a Peacock and WWE Network for Fastlane, and then WrestleMania will be solely on the Peacock Network, which we all are aware of, unless you've had your head in a hole, that the WWE has rented their network... has rented their network to the Peacock Network, which is the NBC streaming network, mm-hmm. for the next five years. Uh, basically, you'll get all your pay-per-views on the Peacock Network, and eventually they'll be transferring all the shows over, which, from what I've read, is going to take anywhere from five to six months. You want to weigh what, in on what, that? What else is on the Peacock Network, by the way? What else? This Is Us. Oh, did you have it already, the Peacock Network? No. Oh, okay. Not yet. But you can watch This Is Us anytime you want if you have the Peacock. Yeah, I figured you know, you'd be all over that. I got to tell you, I'm a little out of This Is Us thing. It's kind of like, eh, it's kind of jumping the shark a little it's bit, man. It's jumping eh, the it's shark? It's like the, the episodes wow. just aren't any good. Interesting. Well, Your I part of Bart Griggatz says, nice shirt. He likes your oh, shirt. Yeah, yeah. Bartman, thank you, sir. Um, I'll tell you what I'm really aggravated about, and I, I think I did mention it to you before the show started. I've been a subscriber to the WWE Network since its inception. Right. We're talking about seven years now. I think it started in 2014. I get this one-sentence email. Your account, the account will be, you know, closed after the 18th. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, 
Don't you want to say, dear subscriber, thank you for your loyalty? By the way, we'll we'll, we'll now be available on Peacock. Click here to right. you know something. Right. But it was basically like, well, as 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 a very irritated person of Monty and the Fire would say, thank you, fuck you, bye. Right. You know what right. I mean? I was like, what the fuck is this? I think well because don't they know, they don't man. own that network. Okay. Right. But and don't they want them to have the business? I don't. What did you? They got want? their money. Wow, but don't you want your subscribers to know where... I guess they knew. They figured we know already. That's the laziest. The one thing I it's didn't. It's so lazy. I think I'm like, sorry. I think we sense? spoke about that. Uh, I don't know, man. Tsunami spreading. By the way, WrestleMania. Now they're announcing is probably be about twenty five thousand people per night. Originally, okay. they were shooting for the forty five thousand. Yeah. From what I understand, you know, like we were talking about earlier with the plexiglass, right. it's right. just the logistics of it is a lot more right. difficult. It's a Tampa Bay stadium, um, right? So if Tom Brady wasn't on that team, they'd be. About 25000 Hey, Russell Campbell yeah. says no Shane and Strowman for Fastlane. Did you hear that? What happened? I, I don't, don't know. know I have happened. no idea. I don't I'm know surprised because I thought that was a lead-in. Right. I'll have to uh, find wait out. Wait a minute. Were we going to have to look at that twice? Maybe they figured the fans didn't want to look at that twice because they're going to probably fight at WrestleMania. I, you know, I got to tell I you. I don't want to look Russell, at that twice. Really? Shane and Strowman? Yeah, no. why not? You got to lead It'll up okay. to something. It'll be okay, but you know what's going to happen? He's going to jump off something and blah, 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 blah. You like that, though, don't Every you? year? Yeah, why not? No, I'm tired of it. I don't even want it this year. Do something interesting. <laughs> why do I have to see that every freaking year? I, I don't know, man. Wow, you're really down on it. I feel like Holy Shane's cow. wore out his coolness, man. I'm like, kind of... Look, I used to like Shane. I was psyched when he came back. When he first came back, the whole... Everybody was psyched. I think we're kind of tired of it now. I'm a little tired of triple threat matches. That's what I'm tired of. Yeah, I've been tired of Everything's got to be triple threat matches. Right. Why can't we just have one-on-one -on -one matches? Right. You know, why do we always have to have triple... You know, if they... A lot of people are like, oh, I can't wait. Daniel Bryan and Edge and Roman Reigns. No, man, I want to see Edge against Roman Reigns. I wanted to get your take before we, we get off the air tonight. Uh, uh, Gordon Ramsay weighed in on Farrow's Corner. How do you feel about the fact that Brock Lesnar is not involved and it is McIntyre versus Lashley at WrestleMania? Is this pissing you off or what? Because you were so sure that it was going to be Lesnar and we're going to have Lashley versus McIntyre. It's Told you, bro. They're not. It's not that. It's not over yet, dude. Oh, so it's going to be a triple threat. You love triple threats. You just well, said no, no. Like. I'm not saying I want a triple threat. I just said it's oh, not over. Rug out for McIntyre right at the last second. Oh, I would no, love that. like we said to Bob Backlund back in '94. I'm sorry. Roop. You really, you're happy, McIntyre. No, I'm not. But it makes booking sense. They can't just bury McIntyre after the past year. There are fans at WrestleMania. You got to give them the juice, man. You can't go in with this McIntyre. McIntyre is a perfect COVID champion. Wow. And was, I'm being rough. I'm being honest. You basically just called him Captain Nothing. Well, wow. That's shoe fits. <laughs> shoe fits. I don't know. Fence. I don't want you know. I, Man, I've had my brutal. I've Why had my fill like of. Drew? Hello, hey, I'm here. I'm your WWE <laughs> champion, and Holy. I'm the greatest thing ever. And I'm going Who's to beat that? you that up. Doesn't even sound like that. Sounds like I, who does that? Was that Salvatore? Bono? I have no idea. <laughs> All I know is I am <laughs> done with McIntyre. Okay. All right, All right what do you got here, man? You got a Pro what? Wrestling Illustrated yeah, picture book here. What yeah. what what's well, this all about? Well, not to depress you, but remember in the old days when we used to run to the station? First store? of all, it's awfully thin, by the and, way. And it's seven dollars in ninety nine cents. Can I just hold this for a second? Yeah. People, I don't know. We're, we're a bit older than you, but look at the thickness. It's for seven dollars. This Pro Wrestling Illustrated. It's eight dollars. How, how ridiculous is that? And again, what? this is the guy on the cover. I mean, back in the day, if I was a kid, you wanted to see Ultimate. Whoa, whoa, go ahead. No, I was no, you're right though. No, back in the day, when I gotta get that. Look at that. That guy's soup. This guy looks like he was ordering an egg sandwich this morning from the deli I was at. Oh, let me see this and then, guy. And then got into his truck to deliver flowers. Thank you. <laughs> me, really? Are you uh, serious? Uh, I tell you what, though. You should see him flip and flop when his hands are in his pockets. You leave him alone. Oh, please. You leave him alone. But I find it amazing, though, that back in the day when we would run to that stationary store, remember some of the covers? You had a cover of Ric Flair and Greg Valentine covered in blood. Or you had Bob Backlund with the, with the with Hussein Arab in the, and when he was... Hussein Arab, yeah, in, in the abdominal stretch, right? You had some. I, I look at this, folks. Seriously, and you wonder why we want Brock fucking Lesnar. Look at this. And by the way, if anyone's out there going, 
hey man, this 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 came out in January. Well, this is you know we do a lot of interviewing and we do yeah, a lot of shows. We've been busy. We're, we're just get, we're what just getting to this, but it's still <laughs> important. It needs to be discussed. Yeah, it should be discussed, and I'm disgusted. This is horrible. But but the bashing, the subliminal hatred. Wait a minute, hold on. What? I'm sorry. What? I hate what? The, I know people love him. No, don't you start with him. This I love is him. this is the biggest no, no, no. heel no. going in he professional no, wrestling. No, no, Dude with a scarf. MJF just saying. Dude. Dude with a scarf. With a this is the scarf. heel. So we had Piper, Million Dollar Man, by the way, who will be in studio. <laughs> Yo, Iron Sheik. Craig Valentine. Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, my God. And this is what you get, dude in a scarf. Go ahead. <laughs> Next. I like him. All right. Oh, that's rough. That's just. Look at that scarf. <laughs> oh, for God's sakes. You're right. All right, fine. Okay, let's go on to some of the achievement awards, folks. We got well. Here's one that I actually agree with. Let's see if you can, if you can, if go. you can take it. Rookie of the year. Who is the rookie of the year? This one made sense to me. Um, I'm gonna go with Orange Cassidy. He's <laughs> not a rookie. We he's been torturing us for a couple of years. It's Dominic Mysterio, which I actually agree with. I actually remember when he first came up, we were both marveling at how quickly he had taken to things. By the way, by the way, I want to tell you, for PWI readers, when you get the Rookie of the Year, more than likely your career is going to be shit. You're going to be a bomb. (laughs) And I will tell you that. I mean, every so often, one of Travis. Thank you. Oh no, oh dear. No, I think there was a bunch. Eddie Gilbert, Brad Rankins, Brad Rankins, yeah, one of, I, I think uh, so. We could be off on these things, but but you're right though. In general, Eddie if Gilbert. you win that award, you're, oh you're, you're, you 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 might as well just retire. Okay, but here I hope you're with me a little bit on this. Okay, this is where you know I love it because it's so obvious. PWI is AEW slanted, just like those internet maniacs. But right. that's okay. Good. That's all. We still we still love you guys. Don't get too mad. Come on, come on. It's just wrestle. Come on. Anyway, most improved wrestler of the year. Like, like the guy was like having such an off, uh, you know. Here he is; he's the most improved. And you'll see how angry I'm going to get about this because um, I'm correlating this to wrestler. Of the I'm going to go with most, most improved. Will be most uh, improved. Marco Stunt, dude. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre most is improved. Most in- he beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. And what do you do? Walk up to him, and go. You've improved, buddy. <laughs> That's pretty much This is ridiculous. <laughs> Most improved is Drew McIntyre. Killed everybody this year. Oh, my God. This uh, is so slanted against the uh, It's amazing. It's amazing. What else do we got here? Because I don't want to bore everybody with some of these, you know, hey, by the way, of the Russell, Cam- Russell Campbell cares. says, can you really call a second or third generation a wrestler a rookie? He's right. <laughs> That's true. It's too. really, come on. That's a great point. That's true. He was probably doing pile drivers right, what else? What else do we got? Okay. How about comeback of the year? This one I agree with. Uh, Marco Stunt. Why is everything Marco Stunt? Sooner or later, he's going to show up there. Big man of the year, Marco Stunt? Okay, comeback of the year, I agree with it. MVP. Wait a minute, MVP comeback of the year. You know why? How about manager of the year? Not comeback of the year. Yeah, why not? Dude, I don't even think they have a category for that. Well, let's see if they do. Wait a minute, they have comeback of the year, but not manager of the year? They might not. Who writes this trash? Uh, Well, apparently not Bill Apter. (laughs) Apparently not. And by the way, if you like Bill Apter, you can catch him on the Monty DeFaro show. Go back to the playlist. Excellent interview. I see he's the man. Okay. Right, what else I actually got? agree with that because when MVP first showed up on WWE TV, you know, in the past year or whatever, I don't think anyone thought he would have that. And obviously, and probably, you know, again, I'm not one <laughs> of these well. uh, these broadcasters that claim they know anything about wrestling because I clearly am getting it all wrong. <laughs> God, <laughs> next. What, what? Okay, how about feud of the year, Mr. Monty? What say you, Marco Stunt? Against what is going on here? Wait a minute, I'm Marco just Stunt. Into you right now. Marco Stunt against. <laughs> Orange what? Cassidy. Stop, man. That's like the worst match Now, this ever. one's easy. Feud of the year's got to be Sasha Banks against Belly. You nailed it. All right. Absolutely. That's, and that's well deserved. And, and you know what came in second? And, and I'm glad it did. because, And I'm surprised it did because everyone hates Randy Orton on the internet. Randy Orton and Edge. That was in second. All okay. Right. Okay. Here's where we get really, really nauseous. Most popular wrestler of the year. I guess he's on the cover and yeah. I saw him holding this trophy. On, Orange and, Cassidy. And, and if you weren't impressed... With photo number one of a jacked wrestler of the year? Oh, my God. Here you go, folks. He looks like he's about to go play tennis. Hold on. Leave what? that Leave that what? right there. Leave that right there. Yeah, what, what? Hey, Orange, what do you want? Give me an egg sandwich with bacon on a roll with 
a cup of decaf coffee. All hey. right, orange. Talk to you. Do you want some orange juice on with the uh, orange? Oh, that's right. He doesn't speak. I forgot. <laughs> the wrestler who doesn't speak. He's got killer mic and mad skills. Oh, my God. It, move on. I'm uh, getting uh, sick yeah, already. Yeah, I'm sick to on. my stomach. Oh, yeah. Great song, Paul Stanley, Kiss Solo Album, 1978. Okay. Most hated wrestler of the year. Marco Stunt. <laughs> I would agree with that one. I don't think it? he's on here, but I would have voted for that. That would have been great. Well, it should be obvious. <laughs> Seth Rollins, baby. He's the most hated. The, he should be most hated. They hate him. Oh, God, the internet hates Come him. Come on. But but you know what's funny, though? Coming in second Come place, on. who I think actually technically should have won it, was Roman Reigns. So wait a minute. The guy with the scarf who's supposed to be the biggest heel is not the most hated wrestler of the year? No, he's a third. And, and Roman Reigns actually again more votes than him. Again. Oddly enough. If but you hate, they just hate Roman Reigns. If a guy is supposed to be a bad guy right. or, a, or a heel, right. and this is a magazine covering a right. scripted sport, sure. shouldn't you make that guy your most hated wrestler of the year? Sure. No, instead you you take. Well, Seth they already Rollins. got this. They don't want to be too obvious I mean, in their bias. I mean, come, what, I mean, how, come however, on, dude. Though, what I've also find interesting what the about F? this for those of you who are still paying attention to these things, because I am. Back in our day, when Hulk Hogan would win most popular wrestler yeah, of the year, or right. in in '79 when Greg Valentine was breaking all those legs and he would win most hated wrestler of the year with PWI, the percentage of votes. For these guys was 98% Hogan, 2% whoever was second. Right. Valentine, 75% Valentine, 25% to Patera. Right. You know what I mean? Seth Rollins wins with 21%. Roman Reigns has 19%. MGF has 17%. And Randy Orton has 11%. You know what that tells me? A gray area. There is no passion. Or how about how about? There's the passion for for a right. heel. Where's Let's, the passion for a good guy? I, I got it. I got it. Orange also did this. He won with twenty three percent. Hogan used to win with ninety percent when you were over back then. Vince, D, you were over. Vince D says. Oh my God. Vince D says milk and cookies. Anyway, milk and cookies. Here, more nice. importantly, let's talk like about this. No one really even reads right. that fucking magazine. So Ooh, let's move on. Just give me fuck. give me match of the year and and the best wrestler. Okay, of the year. let's Ma- get through Ma- this. Match of the year. We have the Young Bucks versus Adam Page. Oh, my God. Omega. Oh, my God. Move. Yeah. Are you kidding me yeah, right there now? You go. There the you Young go. Bucks. There it is, a tag team match. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. That's the match of the That's year? That's the match of the year. And here's your wrestler of the year. I know you're going to be pumped about this, folks. Win a little bit. Win a little bit. Win a little bit. Win a little bit. Wow. He's great. Don't you remember that Dean Ambrose? Is that Dean Ambrose? Is he wrestled here as Dean Ambrose or John Moxley? He's he's John Moxley. And he did it in a landslide, 29%. (laughs) 29%. Holy diluted product, Batman. I mean, wrestling in general. He beat out Bailey. I didn't even know Bailey was... Wait a minute, Bailey is not... Oh, this is a horrible. First of all, by the way, what? talk whoever your graphic artist is for this magazine. Oh don't God. put John Moxley twenty nine percent. Looks like a Wendy's ad. It looks like I want to order a hamburger. Oh I mean, who makes this magazine? <laughs> this thing is trash. This is eight dollars worth of trash. <laughs> I mean, seriously, kind of fr- It looks like a Wendy's oh ad. Oh God, what is this shit? And this looks like the guy who you would order the hamburger from. Really? Yeah. He looks like the manager. Come on, be fair. <laughs> He looks like the manager. He looks really... He looks like the guy who yells at the guys who were giving you the burger that they cooked wrong. Look, look, seriously, fans out there, would you be scared of this guy? What? Would you be scared of this guy? That. I'm not saying Oh, that. my God. Right. He's a wrestler. I'm so scared. Am I on my meds or off my meds? If I'm off my meds, I'm not scared at all. Wait a minute. Oh, what do you got here? What? What's that? Oh, that's just Medusa from back in the day. Is that it? Anything else good? No, I don't think so. And I'm looking to see. Is there a tag team of the year? Is there a manager of the year? There's no manager of the year. There's no manager. There has to be a manager of the year. There's no manager of the year. I want to take up tag team of the year. Who the hell is this? Sasha and Bailey. That's fine. That's a tag team of the year. I agree with that. I don't. That's okay. I've I found a couple I agreed with. There's got to be a manager. But so you know what? There is no managers against, anymore. Against the WWE. It's does it really, really, seriously, does it really even matter? I mean, I'm, I'm thumbing through this, and it's like, <laughs> this is just trash. trash. Again, most hated wrestler of the year is not even the biggest heel of the year. Comeback right. of the year. Independent wrestler of the I don't, year. I don't even know who. Who know. is this? Oh, it's Warhorse. Uh, it's Warhorse, everybody. Stop. With that, we're going to take a quick commercial break because I can't get over the fact that Warhorse is the independent wrestler of the year. 
Whatever happened to that other guy we used to think was good? Tiger Face or whatever the hell his name was? Tiger Face? Who anyway. was Tiger Face? Anyway, the, you know, oh the wrestler God. marks out there are like, oh. not the wrestler marks, but the wrestler podcast guys are like, why are these guys are living on war horses? What kind of show is this? Uh, I'll anyway. I'll tell you what. You guys can have it. <laughs> we'll be right back. Later. <laughs> For now. <laughs> the Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude, good fucking wine. Yeah. And APB, American Protection Bureau, voted number one best on Long Island for all your security needs. Call 631-390-9050. That's 631-390-9050. APB. Elm Logistics, for all your logistic needs, call 631 631- Two nine nine three five nine five. That's six three one two nine nine three five nine five. Elm Global Logistics. Pride, performance, and partnerships. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Monty Nefaro, seen here out of Indie Music TV, and Ron Conkham in New York. You know, me and Nefaro off camera were just talking about how we tore apart the magazine we grew up on. Um. Yeah, I guess we did. Yeah, we're rough. I feel bad. Oh, it passed. <laughs> I feel better now. All right, everybody. We <laughs> are going to do the segment we love called Head to Head. Oh, boy. And the Pharaoh will read the rules. And tonight's head-to-head matchup will be Greg Valentine against Jake the Snake. Right Ooh. after the video plays, the Pharaoh will read the rules. Everybody, please join in. We are going to witness the most anticipated match then. in the history Oops. of professional wrestling for the heavyweight championship of the world. Are you ready? Wrestling fans, are you Alrighty, back for head to head, and I'm extremely sore at you for making this matchup. You suck. Why? Because you purposely took my favorite guy and put him in with someone who's going to make us sweat bullets here. So to you. I gave a lot. I Next gave a lot week, of thought. Hogan versus Morocco. <laughs> I gave a lot and, of thought. And it'll be your turn. All right. All right. Oh, All right. Let's mean. have it. Let's this have it. This is a very rough one in my mind. Very rough. Okay, We're going to find out. Let's go through the rules first for head-to-head here. Number one, mic skills. How do you talk to the audience? Are you good at it, or do you just make me want to flip the channel over to This Is Us? You know? I mean, come on. Help this me is out true. here. This is true. Number two, Matt skills. Matt skills, obviously, like uh, the great Bob Backlund here. Uh, I just got finished reading about the truly great mat technician. So, you know, it's what you do on the mat and how good you're at it. By the way, before we go off air, I'd like to talk to you about this book. I, I want to get your book. thoughts on oh, it. And I think the God. fans would, too. That book was amazing. Everybody loved the interview we had with Bob Backlund. Got a lot of love. Again, we want to thank everybody who's got us to 10,000 subscribers. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be there. we got to thank this wonderful studio also with this great production and the owner, Chris Patty of Amen. Indie Music TV. And then for our producer... Mr. Matty Ice, who's always on the spot. But go ahead, Farrell. I'm yeah, sorry. Man, yeah, man. Totally agreed. Number three, overall influence on the industry. What sort of impact did you leave behind after your career was done? Number four, the Farrell's personal favorite, the old back in a baseball card. Yes, folks. How many belts have you won? What other accomplishments did you do? Kings in a ring and uh, money in the banks and Royal Rumbles and Raver. Yay, I'll take a Wrestle Kingdom, uh, Kingdom uh, you know, main event championship over in Japan. I'll take that. That's the back of the baseball card. And then number five, the it factor. To me, it all starts way, way back with guys like Gorgeous George. You carry it into guys like Hulk Hogan, of course, years later. Ric Flair, do you have the it factor? All right, let's open up with the first contestant, um, Mr. Greg the Hammer Valentine. All 
righty, Greg Valentine, born on September 20th, 1951. My God, I could go on with him forever. Five decades of wrestling. He held more than 40 championships. By the way, I don't think you need notes for this guy. I really don't, but, you know, of course he was one of the major United States heavyweight champions for the NWA, the major, major contributor to the history of the WWF Intercontinental title, plus uh, NWA World Tag Team Champion, WWF World Tag Team Champion, Mid-Atlantic Heavyweight Champion. Oh, my God, the guy's resume is ridiculous. One of the greatest Intercontinental Champions of all time. Absolutely, in the very top of the list, if not the very top of it, uh, inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2004. And most importantly, the Pharaoh's favorite wrestler, Greg the Hammer So if Valentine. I say to the Pharaoh, I just say Greg Valentine, first thing that comes to your mind. Breaking legs. Not a match, just breaking legs? Just snapping legs. Because that was my first impression of him, mm. you know? That was my first impression of him. He came in breaking legs left and right. My, I think when Valentine was in a couple, when we first started, we had Greg Valentine in, which was an incredible interview. Again, you could catch oh, yeah. that on the Monty and the Pharaoh YouTube page. Please oh, yeah. check it out. Uh, the one thing I always remember about Greg Valentine, I always knew he was your favorite. Um, I always respected that and loved that, right? Because, again, growing up together and knowing each other, the way you loved him. And when we had that first interview with him, you you were, yeah, I lost you, you were, in, you were in the clouds. And yeah. being a friend of yours and seeing someone enjoying something like that, you know, just made my heart feel great. Yep. And uh, yep. But anyway... Um, I remember back when Hogan and before WrestleMania, Sports Illustrated came out with the wrestling thing on, you know, Hogan and the WWF at the time. But the one thing I remember reading in that magazine was Greg Valentine was the strongest guy, like would bench press 500-something pounds. Mm -hmm. And I always remember like, wow, Greg Valentine, holy mm -hmm. cow, that's incredible. He was built like a bull. And I think maybe he was really one of the true tough guys. Yeah. He was, I, Vincent D says Valentine's only missing the promo. Well, Vincent D, we're going to find out in a minute. That's very true. That's very true. We're, we're going to find out in a minute. We're going to find out in a minute. I, I agree with that. The statement. next contestant, Mr. Jake the Snake Roberts. All right, folks, Jake the Snake Roberts. He's uh, he's retired, it says here. Is he is he truly retired? I mean, I've seen him in AEW. He's not doing anything physical over there? Has he thrown a punch? Anyway, we know that he's currently with AEW as the manager and valet to Lance Archer. Uh, he's been excellent, in my opinion, over in AEW. Of course, he's best known for his stints in the WWF, wrestled in the NWA. He's uh, even made an appearance in ECW. This guy was obviously main event. Uh, legend has it that the belt almost wound up upon his waist when he was at his height of popularity in the late 80s, you know, early 90s time yeah. period. Right. Um, his uh, list of championships is, is not nearly as long as Greg Valentine's, and I quite honestly sometimes look at Jake's resume and wonder how on earth there was never those major titles. You know, why didn't they ever happen? Was he just so over that it didn't, you know, need to happen? He is one of the all-time greats. Let's let me make that very clear. Uh, the DDT that what, that he brought to us all right. was killer. Was killer. Now it's just another move, of course, right? But uh, Jake Ackerman says yes. Jake has thrown a punch in AEW. That's what I thought. You know, I think Jake's done. So if you well. if I had to measure Jake as a promoter, if I was a promoter, and he's back in the heyday when Jake was young. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't put a strap on him because, again, we go back to reliability. I mean, right. Jake has proven yeah. that he is not reliable. It's you a know, problem. we've talked about a lot of these guys that way. Yep. All right, but anyway, let's hit that head to head matchup Greg Valentine, Jake the Snake Roberts. All right, Mike Skills. Go ahead, Mike. You go first. Um, I don't think it's even close, Jake Roberts. I agree. Jake Roberts was the Clint Eastwood of wrestling promos. He would just simmer and just hold your every second of watching him when he spoke. Well, would you say that that's Jake's biggest strength is his promos? Yeah, I would say so. Right. He's amazing talking. He can, was great. Do you? Okay, so let me, however, can I say this much? Greg Valentine could talk. So let me. Anyone who thinks that Greg Valentine could not talk, go back and listen to Valentine. Absolutely, talk. Greg Valentine could freaking. But he was more okay. of a wrestlers wrestlers talk interview, right. Right. right? Absolutely. By the way, I don't want to get off head to head right he now, but I would like to just ask you. Yeah. We're talking about promos. Yeah. If I was to ask the Pharaoh, give me your top three promos in the history of professional wrestling, and the fans, please also weigh oh, in there. Oh my God! Off the cuff. What would like they? This? What would they be? Well, my favorite one 
is when... And fans weigh in. I'd love to hear what my, you guys think, my too. My absolutely favorite one was just when Randy looked into the camera and went, I hate you, Hulk Hogan. I just love that promo. I thought that that was one of the greatest promos ever. I am also... Uh, so when you say, I hate you, Hulk Hogan, is the WrestleMania Five interview, right? I, I, it's, it's killer. It's absolutely killer. And Dan yes, Crusader weighed yes, in, the by the way. Of the crop is also absolutely fantastic. Dan know. Crusader said Valentine's going to win this, but we'll find out, Dan. We'll see. We'll see. So, um, so you're going with I hate you, I Hulk go Hogan. with that. I also, one of my top, if it has to be top three, uh, it's got to be when CM Punk sat on that stage. Pipe and, bomb. And did the pipe bomb. That was just absolutely unbelievable. And the other one that comes to mind is when Stone Cold, oddly enough, is Jake Roberts is being basically yes. carted off. You sit there and you thump your Bible, and it ain't going to help you one damn bit. Right. Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass. That was, forget about it, man. I love that, it. That's I, unbelievable. Good imitation. That was very good. Thank you. I tried. Can you give me a what? What? There you go. Yeah, there you go. That's what I'm uh, talking about. Just fantastic. All, all great promos. What made you think of that? Because of Jake? Because you were talking about Jake is a great promo guy, and, and but Austin but think about it. One of the greatest but ones my ever point, at the expense of Jake. But my point is, is that neither one Jake or Valentine had a promo that stuck with you. Not, we know they were good at him. One, like, not internal. Oh my God, that's the greatest thing. I I've will ever agree seen. with you, and it doesn't get enough love. I hate you, Hulk Hogan. Oh WrestleMania Five. So amazing. Is one of the is the greatest promo. Because he really does. Any wrestler. At that given moment. Oh, my God, <laughs> really his blood pressure <laughs> is so high <laughs> during that. His eyes are beat red. Oh, my God. Oh, it's, fan- it's amazing. <coughs> it's just amazing. All right, let's go to Matt Skills. Oh, you weigh in first again. I like this. Matt Skills. Jake the Snake or Greg Valentine? To me, this is a landslide the other way. My I, opinion. I agree. Yeah. Greg Valentine. Yeah, I don't even think it's close. Greg Valentine is a technician. But when you go Matt Skills, who had the better finisher? The figure four. <laughs> or the DDT? Oh, they're both fantastic, and I refuse to, you know, if I... I know that I'm going to side with the figure four, but they're both fantastic. You know? The figure four is amazing. But I'm going with you. Valentine by a landslide on Matt Skills. And by the way, how about the staying power of said finisher? The figure four is still valid today. The the, the DDT is done in every single match. Well, honestly, we were talking about finishers. You know? I mean, look, guys, I don't want to knock today's wrestling, mm-hmm. but when you kick someone in the shins or... I don't know if you've ever been in a fight out there, but it's like... And you're grabbed in a headlock? Right. You might actually be held in position for a few seconds. You're not about to break into a cartwheel. Or jump on the top of a fence and then do a a triple lindy and hit someone with your toes. I mean, hey, I'm going to beat you up, but hold on. Stay there. I'm going to jump on the fence. Stay right there. You're not staying. Stay right right. there. And that's why, like, the super fly splash... Was like it was like he pummeled you, and you're out like you're hurt. You can't move. Your right, bones hurt. Right. And now I'm not going to just finish you. I'm going to go to the top of a rope, and I'm going to jump on you. That's at least believable. Yeah, because he pummeled him first. Now again, we a little argument. I think a DDT, if you beat someone out, could actually happen. Right. But right to your point, Pharaoh, it's unnatural to throw yourself backwards. Right. 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 Better off putting someone right. up in a pile driver. And what if they don't comply and go forwards with you? Yeah. I mean, you're not going to get the full impact. But a figure four, you slap that on on a kid in seventh grade junior high. Ah, let me go. By the way, Jay Ackerman weighs in. Any Ric Flair f- promo is the best. He's the best that's ever fair. on the mic. Well, Jericho's great, also. Rock that's Stone Cold. Can't argue absolute, those points. That's fair. But I'm again, I will challenge Mr. Ackerman promos, that he give. Does, sh- t- please tell me a Flair promo that's better I got, than. I got one of my favorites. I hate you, Hulk Hogan. No, I, I I prefer I hate you, Hulk Hogan. But I got to admit, and this is not even one of the greater ones. But I found it just eternally hilarious when Ric Flair started taking off all his clothes that one time. Well, when I he's when he's elbow dropping underwear. He's going, yeah, he's elbow dropping his underwear, dude. That was unbelievable promo. He's screaming, Bischoff. Uh, mean Gene's like, oh my god, get a hold here, Rick. I mean, it was. It By the way, our incredible. man Russell out there saying he disagrees with us. He's got weak okay. shins. <laughs> So I guess maybe so Orange Cassidy's a problem. He's a problem. Come on, bro. All right, next up. Wait, wait a minute. We should get him Monty and the Pharaoh shin guards. That, that's a good idea. Why not? Why not? Why I not? agree. Stick the logo on there. There we go. All right, what's next up? Okay. So we got one one right now. Yeah, it's one to one. Overall influence on the industry. Oof. This to me. Wow. Tough. This this to me. Tough. I'll tell you what. Tough. This, this is one of two things to me. It's either a draw, or. It goes to Greg, and I'll tell you why. What's Jake's positive influence been on this industry since he's been out of it? 
nothing good. All you hear are bad things. Sure. He's doing this wrong. He's doing that wrong. He's on drugs. He's doing it. Uh. Greg Valentine has not had that kind of track record. You know what I mean? So as far as, but overall influence, did either one of them, can you really say one had more influence on the business than the other? So if I was if I was to walk if I if I was to walk on they're both great if I was to walk in the streets yeah and I saw just an ordinary person that's different that's mainstream fame that's not so so that's out of here that's not part of it no because Bob Backlund then loses to the Miz get get out of here all right no freaking way just checking recognize the Miz but I don't recognize Bob Backlund just checking just checking that's not that's not what this is all about all right overall influence on the business what sort of impact did they have so who's got it Farrah I think it's a draw. So a one-one and a tie. Yeah, next I think up, it's a draw. Back of the baseball card, landslide. Valentine agreed. Not, not even, even close. Close. Not even close. Not even close on the back of the baseball. And by the way, Valentine was in every WrestleMania all the way. To, I think the WrestleMania seven. Greg, Greg Valentine was great. Man. Yeah, he was just. So great. now it's two-one. So all Jake can hope for is a uh, it factor. Is an it factor. By the way. Uh, Jim Ackerman also says when Flair had his neck brace on, feuding with Dick Slater was awesome. He went after him with Dick a baseball Slater. bat. That that's that would must have been fantastic. That whole pro. I would gotta check to that out. A lot of those. Ma- I, I love Dick Slater, so I could I could really right. appreciate that matchup. Here you go, bro. All right, well, folks, we're gonna have ourselves a draw because as much as it pains me, I think that the it factor in general is a little stronger for Jake than it ever was. Wow, really? I think so. It factor, camera magnetism. That's how I judge it factor. And I feel that Jake Roberts was a little bit more of the it factor than Greg. So to me, it's, it's a draw at the end of the day. Which one would you look more forward to hearing a promo from? Who had more of the it factor? I'm going to have to agree with you. I think it's Jake. Wow, another so, draw. So this is a draw. Can you- and you know what, though? It's fine with me because we're talking about Jake the Snake so my, Roberts and Greg my the mem- Hammer Valentine. My memory's shot. These guys are both the legends. My memory's shot. Yeah. So can you go through so far? I think this is our fifth uh, head-to-head. Yeah, don't make me remember can, all of this. Can you remember any of them? Uh, the, the Mil Mascaris. Brandy Orton. Right, it was Mil Mascaris, Randy the, Orton. The, the Miz. I can't remember, bro. All right. I, I, well, I'm I can't I'm either. Like brain dead. Dan Crusader no. says Goldust made great promos too. But I'll tell you what, we'll do a review on what we've talked about next time. We're gonna have to. Thanks. Yeah, but yeah, I mean to put you on a spot. No, it's, it's, you know, I'm trying. To All right, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Can't remember what happened yesterday. See you in a sec. I hope. In the mood for a freshly roasted cup of coffee? www.offtherailscoffeeroasters.com. And Nitro's Garage for all your automotive needs. Call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage, ask for Jack. Jimmy, I gotta take a dump. What? No. I mean, I need a dumpster. (sighs) Well, for all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental. Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. Hmm. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Faro, uh, filmed out of Indie Music TV. Uh, yep. What else you got for me, Farrell? By the way, uh, spreading out there, it's 3 a.m., you're going to sleep. We'll talk to you soon. Catch us on the stream, my friend, as most people do sometimes. Anyway, we got about five minutes left. Yeah. Very good combo. Shocked that Jake and Valentine tied personally. I would yeah. not have thought that when we set that up. I but hey, that. I, I think that's a fair that. analysis. Yeah, that works for me. Talk to me about this book, bro. Talk to the fans about this book. book. Well, I remember you reading it a couple of summers back and, and just like calling me every day, like, wow, it says in here that. And you were like totally, totally into it. And at the time, I was still learning how to read because high school was a struggle. But uh, when we had Bob Backlund on recently, it just motivated me. I wanted to read this book because I had heard so many great things from you. Dude, I did not want to put this book down. This book, from the moment I picked it up, took me back photogenically 
I could almost even smell the, 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 the trees back in the 80s during the summertime and, and us riding our bicycles to the stationery store to get the magazines that had Bob Backlund in it. This was absolutely fantastic. What a flow to it. And every single feud that we remember in detail he got into. And on top of it, he was able to give us the picture of the WWF from 78 to 83, not just as to what was going on with his situation on the card, but other major situations that were happening in the WWF, and it's such a beautiful, concise, accurate account coming from the most level-headed man of that time. So I'm going to I'm going to put you on what a, a beautiful I'm going to put book. you on a spot here. I love the book just like you do. I was sad that it was if you're, over. If when you're I was an done. NWA guy or an AWA guy, yeah, is this a good read? Absolutely. But you if you didn't grow up on a WWF, do you identify? That's that's the problem. You should. I mean, if you're if you're a wrestling historian and you love pro wrestling, whether it was the NWA, the AWA, the WWF, ECW, WCW, TNA, Ring of Honor, I New Japan, I Mexico, CMLL, I could go on and on. This is a book for you. This is a book where you learn something about wrestling. You learn the real deal about wrestling. And I just love the fact that Bob Backlund was not only the champion for six years, but nobody would mess with him. Mm. He's such a nice man, but nobody would mess with him. They wouldn't think about messing with him because they would be chicken-winged in a second. Just massive respect for this guy. Well, again, if it all ended tomorrow with the show, we had the opportunity to interview them. And By the way, again, I don't know if I told you this. I, I'm pretty sure I did. You did a fantastic job interviewing Backlund. So did you, You were spot on, and it was incredible. Uh, for the fans out there, um, next Thursday, mm. the first MMA heavyweight champion. Am I right? When UFC, I yeah. Uh, Mark very, very the Hammer first. Coleman will be in studio. Yeah, Abe was marking out. Matty Ice doesn't realize that, but but Abe was marking out. Look at you might you might have Abe in here next week. Going, where's Mark the Hammer Coleman? Just giving you a heads up, Matty. You know he's psyched. How are you feeling about it? I'm psyched because when I started to read his history, I was like, oh, my God, we got one of the very beginnings of the whole, you know, Dana, Dana White's, it all starts there. Right. Right at the very beginning. That's a, that's a very important guest to have for those who are into the UFC and the uh, MMA stuff. By the way, Jim Ackerman wrote he's ordered Backlund's book. He was one of his all-time favorites. Uh, Jim, oh, you will so love it. I promise so you that. Good. Oh, uh, good. Also, that Sunday... Um, at 10 a.m., mm. former WWE superstar Gangrel in studio. Ah, nice. Nice. Big fan of the uh, the brood days. Matt, you might be a little scared because he was a vampire. He might bite you on your neck. What? Why would he bite Matt on his neck? Because he likes blood. Matt. He's Gangrel. What, did he find out Matt's into horror movies? What are you talking about Hip here? Matt, just come in with a scoff. Matter of fact, I... I'm, the MJF scoff. We had a picture. We could, you know, maybe he could get a nice MJF scoff so Matty will be protected. Yeah. So next Thursday, again, we got the hammer in at 9 o'clock. That's going to be a great interview. And then the following Sunday, we've got uh, Gangrel in studio and then a regular Thursday show. And then big news that Saturday, 10 a.m. till 12, mm. we've got the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, and IRS in studio. So we'll be interviewing Ted DiBiase first, right. then IRS, and then. Uh, a combo interview. Nice. So you don't really see these guys being interviewed, so it's going to be great when Monty and the Pharaoh meet Money, Inc. That will be That's awesome. Be but don't forget, though, before Money, Inc. comes in, make sure you do two things for yourself. Number one, you go to church because because Million Dollar Man's coming in. He's going to he's going to want to know if you've gone. Yeah. And number two, did you do your tax returns? Because if you haven't, IRS is going to be all up your ass. So <laughs> let's be let's be you know let's let's be ready for our. But guests. let's 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 not forget about Mark the Hammer. What uh, what 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 do you think the most important question you're going to ask him? What Coleman? Yeah. I don't even know where to begin. I want to actually go into the... Farrell's going to go deep into the vaults and start studying because I, I'm more of a Chuck Liddell guy. Right, so right. So I, I don't know nearly as much shit as I should when it comes to Coleman, man. I, I, I definitely want to look into it. What are you going to ask him? Is it real? <laughs> no. Uh, um, I am actually want to ask him about, uh, if anyone didn't know, Mark Coleman recently had a heart attack what? and was in serious condition, oh and God. you know he recovered, and I want to ask him what that was like. Oof. Isha. Dan Crusader says, uh, what a lineup you guys got coming. Yes, sir. It's going to be, again, if I could go off the top of my head and you could just look on the Wait, YouTube page or the Facebook live page. There's vampire coming down the line besides Gangrel. That's right. So if I could we go through it real quick and then we got to cut out. Uh, 
Again, Mark the Hammer Thursday, Gangrel Sunday, yeah. regular show that following Thursday, yeah. then Money Inc. that Saturday. Yeah. Then right after that will be um, Is that the other Vampiro. There we go. Vampiro's in studio. You're not going to see a Vampiro interview anywhere. Oh, no, and I can't wait to have a And then we awesome. have Rugged Ronnie Garvin. Followed by the that. Rock and Roll Express. He's rugged. And the dates are up there, everybody. Uh, the only one that's not up there right now is Run It Rugged Ronnie Garvin. Right, because that just happened. And then we have Bill Alfonso. Oh, so. hey, Daddy. I love Bill Alfonso. And then, you know, maybe I got some, we got some little extra things coming up our sleeve. Okay. But anyway, it's going to be a great time. I want to thank everybody for watching. Maddie, thanks for another great show. You've been watching Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty Nefaro, seen here every Thursday at 9 p.m. You could catch us on the Monty Nefaro YouTube page, the Monty and Nefaro Facebook Live page, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, Channel 115 in New York every Tuesday from 7 to 7.30. Early Risers, Saturday, 6.30 a.m. to 7 a.m. And on Channel 20 on Fridays from 1.30 to 2 a.m. A few hours from now. Again, catch us next week with MMA superstar Mark the Hammer Coleman. This has been Mike Monty. This has been the Pharaoh. And until next week, later.